You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's one o'clock. This is America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative programs in the Internet. And this is... Let's Talk Venezuela. Let's Talk Venezuelan. Okay, today is June 24th, the 200th anniversary of the Carabobo Battle. Uh, Carabobo Battle is the equivalent of the Yorktown Battle in uh, the he Venezuelan history. Uh, they're supposed to give us liberty or freedom, <laughs> but uh, 200 years after the event, there is, it's nothing, worse than than there is nothing to celebrate exactly. Exactly. That battle has a lot of uh, things to say, but not today because the events of this week's were very, very important. For example, yes. I received uh, the information that already 20 states mm -hmm. are... Of the Union? Uh, of the U United States, of the yes. Uh, already 20 states sent people to Arizona mm -hmm. to see how they are uh, doing the uh, forensic audit. Yay! It's not. It's not the. It's not only the 10 states that already are doing the forensic audit, uh -huh. but um, and the four that that uh, were discussing about uh, how to do it. But it's the. It's already this is already a movement in the whole United States oh, yeah. because under the the light of what happens in Arizona, mm -hmm. in Nevada, mm -hmm. in F F Georgia, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. and Illinois. So so the people are very interested in these uh, forensic audits, not because of. Uh, what happened because everybody knows what happens but they want to know how it happens how it happens exactly <laughs> yeah during yeah. this week you went to Jekyll Island no that was two weeks ago Ah, uh, this weekend I went to Orlando. To Orlando, okay. Yes, I went to Orlando to uh, Faith and Freedom Coalition Conference. Oh, so so you are you are the the image of the America's Web Radio and in these events. Yes, I was there when they booed and called Mike Pence traitor, traitor. Of course, the CIA took a lot of people out. Out the room. The, 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 not the CIA, the. the ah, the secret secret service. I mean. Secret, the, the secret the, service. The secret service. <laughs> I always, you know, they dress black. So I always. The men get in black. <laughs> 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 so, yes, I was uh, over Orlando for four days. Uh, four days, four nine nights. And um, the lady who was traveling down with me, she got an very 
risk, life risk episode to the point that they have to take her to the emergency room and they found out that her aorta got, you know, burst uh, due to the, her blood pressure. And she was close to Gainesville, which is one of the sec one of there is three hospitals in the United States who specialize in the heart you know heart surgery heart diseases whatever you know the only thing concerned with the heart and they took her to the hospital only ten percent who people travel from the house to the hospital only ten percent make it she made it. But only 3% of those ones who are in the surgery and they wake up from the surgery, only 3% survive. make it. They survive. She survived. So now she's in recovery. But going back to, to, to the this. event, uh-huh. I got bad news for everybody. I observe the Faith and Freedom Coalition this year was mainly focused in minorities, right? They brought every every type of minority you can imagine to that, to that event. And then the information that they were giving uh, from the stage, they have candidates, they have senators, they have representatives, they invited many of them to give the speech, right? Because mm-hmm. this is, look, this is faith and freedom, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but they're, Many they're of giving, them they're giving the wrong information. They, yeah, they, they are not talking clear about, for example, they didn't talk about the election was stolen. Uh-huh. They are talking about road to majority. Road to majority. Like, we are, like a, we are not majority already, you know? Uh-huh. And then they were talking about, uh, for example, um, they did not mention anything about forensic audit. Uh-huh. They didn't they didn't mention anything about investigation, uh-huh. you know, going on in each state. And then when they introduced Mike Pence, oh, this is the only vice president who supported the March of Life uh-huh. for four years in a row. You know, he, yeah. he attended, and that's why he's here. But, man, he got treated bad. <laughs> but I saw many Christians, many Protestants. Protestants or Protestants? Protestants. Doing this, look. Clapping for Mike Pence. And that's when I understood that a lot of minorities, they are not even, they don't even have an idea what Mike Pence did to the country on January the 6th. They don't have no idea. They, they, these people are talking about, oh, God is in control. God is going to take care of, you know, like a, like a, remember when I used to talk to you about the Christians sometimes they're living in a bubble? Yeah. Okay, in that kind of bubble, like, like, you just gonna let God do everything? Like, a, you know, like, a, mm-hmm. what, what is the part that you as a citizen gonna do? Yeah, but the, this is on the delight what happens uh, during this week also with the declaration of President Trump about that he never concedes you never concede also so uh, <laughs> can you explain a little bit to the Venezuelan people what happened what is, what is the declaration of um, Donald J. Trump about to return to the presidency uh, uh, David please uh, 
I'm not sure I understand what you're asking. Explain about uh, President President Trump says that he never conceded. Right, right, okay, so. Josie never conceded. Right now there is a there is a forensic audit in uh, in Fulton, and uh, right now the um, Candice okay, Taylor. If they prove that, mm -hmm. that the uh, election was not legal. Uh huh. Uh, then they would, then it would be possible that, you know, we have a uh, illegal president, mm -hmm. and that he would have to be replaced by the the legal president, mm -hmm. which would be Trump. Mm -hmm. Had he conceded, then he couldn't be. But since he hadn't conceded, said he could possibly become president again. So because of. The uh, the result of those elect, uh, of those forensic audit going on, what you're saying is the electoral vote voter could be reversed, could be the everything could be turned upside down. What if it if if it's ruled that the election was illegal and that Trump actually did win, mm -hmm. then we have a illegitimate president. So all this but, ne ne but this, uh, this situation never happens in the US history, isn't it? This situation that have a president that swear in in an illegal way never happens in the US history, isn't it? No. And and what are the constitutional mechanism that we have? There is none other than a president has to be legally elected. And if Biden was illegally elected, then... So what, what are the, the organization of the manpower that is going to enforce that this person or this group of thugs have to remove them from over there so they can bring the real person in? Which one is that force, that manpower? Army, the army. Yeah, but yeah, if they can are... The, can, but the, can the Supreme Court declare uh, illegal the... It wouldn't the be the Supreme Court. It'd be, uh, you know, the leadership of the Army because they would declare that it was a... You know, when I took my oath or when anybody takes their oath in the military, <laughs> it's to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all foreign and domestic... Yes, Yes. Enemies. Okay. Yes. And yes. If they say that that this was done by a domestic enemy, well, whoever it was, be it Biden or Obama or anybody else, they are a domestic enemy of. They have. They have uh, illegally took power. Take well, they took power through the the vote, which was illegal, and. Uh, So, like I said, then Biden would not be the legitimate president. And what happened with the rest of the people? Because the, the ballot is not only the president and vice president. It were all the people elected. Yeah, but they conceded. The, in, for example, Perdue and Loeffler, they conceded. That was their biggest mistake, Conce concession. Yep. I did not concede. Trump did not concede. We need to just find out uh, on the national level what other candidates did not concede to the result of that fraudulent election. Exactly. 
Kelly Loeffler is gone because she considered, like you say from the beginning, you know, like my my bell went like a ding, <laughs> you know, in my brain, right? Uh, Perdue considered to all these dogs. You know, it's it's just something that obviously has never happened, and it well, as some of my associates and I've talked to keep it from totally destroying the nation when whatever happens happens, they're going to have to have so much evidence the audits the uh, the forensic uh, audits and prove that you know, okay they lied about a million votes here, they lied about 100,000 votes there, they, you know, they have to have so much evidence, in, indisputable evidence at this point, mm -hmm. to be able to do anything. And, you know, you ask the question, who's going to do it? Yeah, well, the manpower. There's only, only one organization big enough to do it, and that's the Army. And the Army... But is, it the, is the person in charge of the army, the manpower, what I call manpower, you yeah. call you, right? Is the same one who is in charge with Biden or is somebody else? Well, if Biden is taken out of office or, or proved to be illegitimate, then he's not commander in chief. And uh, So that would be the last one who was in charge, who become like a commander in chief? Well, it'd be, it'd be Trump, yeah. And the the kicker is, or not the kicker, but uh, you know, General Flynn is in charge of all this, and it, and it, what it boils down to, and Venezuela has gone through it, and many other countries, it will be a military coup, and uh, they will step in and take over with evidence, not. Of not course, with, of know, course. They have to do that, or the public will go bananas. Yeah, we're going crazy. Yeah. I, I could see it today um, in the Capitol. I can talk about that later. Go ahead. But anyway, so, you know, and I'm, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know what's being rumored, and supposedly they've already declared a, a state of emergency in, in Washington, D.C., they're Again, supposedly there's 5,000 troops in Washington right now. Not National Guard, but regular Army troops. Wow. And uh, this is all, uh, you know, we have the thing in the, in, the, in the Constitution about posse comitatus, which you can't call up the Army unless it's a state of emergency. And... And the way around the posse comitatus is the fact that the, like I said, when you take your oath to defend the Constitution against all foreign and domestic, mm -hmm. and if if the president, going back to Trump, says that it's you know, but this is so, this is such uncharted territory that. Who knows? Uh, what way could go, right? This is, this is the first time that we have army personnel in the streets since the uh, crisis of Cuba in 1962, isn't it? 
This is the first time since the Cuban crisis missiles uh, that we have uh, army personnel on the street in side of the United States, isn't it? I don't think we had any troops there. They didn't, uh, uh, Kennedy didn't call out troops. Well, so, they, they have some uh, defenses, missiles installed in South Florida at that time. So yeah, That wouldn't be calling out the troops. Yes. Um, that would just be calling out if they were, you mean, anti-rocket rockets? Or uh-huh, yes. Anti-missile, that would be, um, that would be um, emplacements mm-hmm. by the military. Yes. But it wouldn't be necessarily calling out troops to, to guard our borders or anything like that. Wow. So, well, this, as far as I know, going back in history, uh, this never, never happened. And the the point is, too, our founding fathers were so smart. My God, were they smart. And they realized that, well, you know, our military is controlled by civilians. Mm-hmm. It's not controlled by the military. But at the same token, uh, you know, all the generals, everybody all swore to the same allegiance and if, if the Constitution is in jeopardy because of illegal actions and voting, then they can claim that that they have a duty to perform. And, uh, how, how do they get the signal, the order? <laughs> the order? Yeah, how um, after the forensic audit finished in Arizona, in Georgia, or do they do it by state by state, or do they finish, do they wait for the whole five state to do the forensic and get the result? How that, does that work? You know, I I really don't know, but if I were guessing, mm-hmm. this would be done in a matter of seconds, in that the Army would say, we we don't recognize Biden as our president, as our commander-in-chief. We recognize President Trump, the legitimate president, as our commander-in-chief, and we'll take orders from him. So, mm-hmm. is, is that why they did not allow Biden going inside the Pentagon? Because they don't recognize him as the leader? The, the, the Pentagon. How do you Pentagon. Get, the Pentagon. Is that the, huh? is that is that right? Because he hasn't visited that place yet. I, I don't know. That's that. That was the latest that I heard that uh, he haven't. The, the the thing is, for example, in Fulton County, they are they are already um, checking the absentee ballots. In uh, in Fulton County, there were around eighteen thousand absentee ballots that are under the scrutiny. Uh, are they counterfeit? They they have a highly suspicious that 18,000 of the absentee ballots were, were uh, counterfeit. So, 
uh, in a relations about nine to one, nine votes to to Biden, one to to Trump. That means that ninety percent of those eighteen thousand is about sixteen thousand votes uh, went in favor of, in favor of Biden. But the election in Georgia was defined by less than 8,000 votes. So that means that already just for one... Just in one county. Just in one county, the election is... Overturned. Overturned. And we need to investigate... Only Fulton. And we need to investigate the rest of uh, that, uh, the 158 counties around the, the state. Well, you know, I... I'm not privileged to instant information, you know, and uh, but from what you know, before Trump left office, he doubled the size of Guantanamo. Yeah. And uh, from what little what sources I have, there've been. Um, numerous arrests in Arizona now. Wow. Lots of arrests. Because of the forensic audit. Mm -hmm. So the breeze of freedom is coming our way. That's why these people in the Golden Dome, they are quiet and they're not saying anything. They don't want to do nothing. I'm sure. Because they are in hot water. Okay. I came straight from a press conference uh, this morning was delivered over there by Dr. Candice Taylor. Candice Taylor, Dr. Candice Taylor is one of the candidates for the governor seat here in Georgia. So we have Kemp, Candice Taylor, Vernon Jones, um, Jonathan Garcia. We had like a five or six candidates for that seat. I think Abrams No, I'm talking about the Republicans. Oh, Republicans. Only Republicans. Yes. Yeah, because I know she's eternal. She's the eternal candidate for the state of Georgia governor seat. So we got this morning Garland Favorito, who is the one who's doing the investigation on the absentee ballot in Fulton, which I said to him, I'm going to have David Moxley calling you because I want you to come to the radio and gave us the news what's going on in Fulton. He said he's more than glad to do it. Okay? okay? So you can interview him. Because he talks about numbers. Numbers, okay? Yes. All right. So Garland Favorito is... In this forensic article, in, in, in this investigation in Georgia, he's, he took one approach, which was the absentee ballots. Candice Taylor is taking another approach, is with the people, since the, since the people that we elected, they are not doing anything. They refuse to do what the people are asking. She's yeah. taking another approach. That's, that's why, uh, that's why uh, Mike Pence was booing, because he didn't did what he supposed to do in January to when when the this old mess happened. Exactly. He didn't do the part that he should have rejected those voters, mm -hmm. those votes, collect electoral votes. That was supposed to be his function, rejected because it was like a question mark on 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 Arizona. 
on, on Georgia, on Pennsylvania, in Wisconsin, and Missouri. Missouri or Minnesota? I know it's that one with the M. Okay, he just accepted them. That was the betrayal that he did. So anyways, so today, um, with the leadership of Dr. Candice Taylor, what she did a month ago, she served camp in his hand for a forensic audit in Fulton and Chatham County. She served him. She served all the senators and legislators in the house, you know, in the in the Golden Dome. And she had thousands of people emailing all these people asking for forensic audit. And she was talking today what the Constitution says. And not only the Constitution of America, but the Constitution of Georgia. Okay. Okay? And the Constitution of Georgia says that they are our servants. Mm -hmm. We are their bosses. They're supposed to be listening to what we want. And then if they don't do what the people want, they can get laid off by the people. So now she's giving them one week for them to keep on responding, but they don't want to respond. So now she's going to take the next step. The next step step is going to be, one second, the next step, this is getting very interesting because in this way I am learning so much about the American Constitution, like you have no idea. So the next thing that she's doing is she's going to discuss her scheduled arbitration with Georgia legislators who have refused to respond to the demand for a full forensic audit of Fulton and Chatham counties from thousands across the state of Georgia. She will also discuss a plan for Georgia moving forward. So next week, she's going to be doing the... the um, Arbitration. Mm. She's going to be taking them into the arbitration stage. Because they are telling her, no, but our law, she said, no, 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 you guys don't get it. I'm taking the Constitution, which is above all of you. It's above all the the, the court. Mm-hmm. The Constitution is about court. It's about Supreme Court. It, the Constitution is off in the top. Mm-hmm. So we are appealing to the Constitution and that's why she's going to do an arbitration. So, this is going to be she's following the same step that they did in Arizona. They contacted her here. She went over there. She's friends with those people who introduced the arbitration and all that. She's following step by step the Arizona. We're going to have a, a forensic article here. In the whole state. In the whole state. We are going to have it. So it's not like a Vernon Jones, he invented the, the, the wheel because the wheel is already invented, invented right there. Yeah. She's just duplicating what happened over there. She's duplicating it here. So yet this morning we had something beautiful is seeing Garland Favorito there supporting her initiative. Now she's taking her approach with the Constitution. I mean, now all these groups are coming together. And then I spoke on behalf of Recall Kemp and Recall Ralph Sperry. Mm-hmm. I, be, I, I spoke behind, on behalf of Anthony Holcomb. Uh-huh. So three organizations are coming together to unify because we want audit now. And then if only one county, like Fulton, has 18,000 counterfeit ballots, and Biden only won with 8,000 
vote. Excuse me. What will happen with the cab? Because I want to add it on the cab. And that's my main. That that was my main uh, county. The cab. We changed it from blue to red that night. If we get the audit in the car, I can me, I may be going to become, I might be becoming the representative of this number four, just because I did not consider. Like President Trump, he wouldn't go back to his seat. Time will tell. Time will tell, yes. But it's, it's exciting, isn't it? Pardon? It's very exciting. It's a very interesting time, isn't it, Yes, because now we're going to see who is who. Who is in the military who's going to be doing this? The, like I, I said, the manpower. Oh, who's yeah. going to assure? You know, well, it's, if you go to YouTube, it's all over YouTube. about, uh, and, and Trump has even said he's going to be back in the White House. And he had never lied before, so... You know, but you know, there's so much garbage going on. It's just like yesterday when they came out with, and you know, as you all know, we were shut down by YouTube. Yes. Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And we were sent a letter. You have to comply with these things. Speaking of COVID-19 and... Um, oxychloroquine and all of this mm -hmm. or we will shut you down again mm -hmm. you know that's that's clearly goes against the first amendment that's not America that's, that's not, not America, America. No. but mm -hmm. did you all hear yesterday that you know Google owns YouTube mm -hmm. and Google had given to Wuhan Oh. that caused the virus and they've been donating to them for years oh. you start connecting the dots. the dots of course Google, YouTube Google, Wuhan mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you wonder why YouTube shut us down why they didn't want to talk about any cure mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. any you know how many people did Brett and I were talking about it I honestly think that anybody that knew about it and the virus killed 600 million people or whatever it is across the world Yes. that when they started shutting down freedom of speech as far as I'm concerned Google and their people are murderers they kill people Yeah. and they should be tried and they will be at some point because you can't, you can't, they're contributed to the laboratory that came up with this virus. How illegal is that? What do they need to be doing with contributing to a, a lab anyway? Unless <laughs> there was some conspiracy in their mind that we'll kill enough people that we can take over more territory. There had to be something there. So... It's my opinion, and all of this can be checked out. It's not just me talking about it. It, uh, it was on Fox News yesterday, the, uh, the fact that uh, Google, owner of YouTube, had been 
contributing to Wuhan. That's serious. That, that's that serious, yes. So we're in very critical times, both in and out of the United States and uh, in our political systems as well as everything else. We're in very, very critical times, in my opinion. Yeah. Here is um, Garland Favorito's phone number. Oh, okay. Okay? He's the one in charge. He's the one who's dealing directly with this judge in in, in the Fulton absentee ballot investigation. He's the guy. I talked to him uh, before I got here, and I told him, my boss, David Moxley, might be calling you. He wanted to interview you. So I wanted you to do it, David, because yeah, well. you can take more, you know, a different approach, right? Yes. And um, he said, not a problem. He can come anytime, you know, call him, and he will be here. Because what he needs right now is only two things. Media, 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 media. And, of course, some dollars. That's yeah, all. Yeah. But and what happened with Candice Taylor? Will she be here also? I asked her to come to the to the radio to do an interview, and she said she will let me know which one Thursday uh, by her schedule when she come here. She will be here. Okay, this is who? Candice Taylor, Dr. Okay, Candice okay. Taylor, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that is um, running for the governor's seat, too. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to invite Vernon Jones? Do you want me to invite Jonathan Garcia? I mean, all these candidates. Do you want me to bring them over here to see what they bring to the table? Well, let's talk about it. Okay, we'll okay. talk about that later. Yeah, because... So, because but uh, now this, we are focused... This is, not, this is not about the election of the governor. This is something that has to be with the integrity of the vote of the citizens. Exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. and Candice Taylor is in in the front on this on this thing. Forensic audit. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, I think we are uh, about to to go to a uh, commercial break, isn't it? Uh, okay, we'll okay. be back in a few. Let me put it here. Let me see. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back. We are back. We are back. Well, there are some news from Venezuela. Well, is this is about Venezuela, but it is happening right here in the in the U.S. soil. Okay, wow. right here in America with this fake, what I call the fake opposition. Right? Remember before the election? You remember three months before election? These Venezuelan people, um, they organize what they call Venezuelans for Biden? Uh-huh. You remember that? That yes. group? Okay. 
they promoted so much Biden that um, to the point that they were going to the White House asking Trump for money, financial, you know, financial help. Uh -huh. President Trump and his administration helped these Venezuelans in the financial way. They He basically, he paid <laughs> the money and they end up going and vote for Biden. This is the mentality, Venezuelan's mentality, okay? So why I'm saying this is because those organizers of the Venezuelan for Biden group are the same one who are meeting in 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 Washington D.C. when one of the senators from Florida. It looks like a they ditch out Senator Rubio. It looks like Senator Rubio cannot do nothing nothing else for them any longer, right? Now they are targeting Rick Scott. Rick Scott was just got elected like two years ago. Okay, so Rick Scott have them in his office, and those people are, who were meeting with him, were L Leopoldo Lopez and De Vecchio. Um, and there is somebody else, I cannot recall his name right now. Um, do, you they know are that, do you know that Leopoldo Lopez took the, uh, the national, the Spaniard nationality? And oh, he's a he's a he, Spaniard now. He's not Venezuelan anymore. No, no, he took he uh, he's traveling with a Spain uh, with a Spain uh, passport. You know they don't need visa to come to the USA, right? No, the European Union. Um, uh, yeah, whoever is member of the European for Union for ninety days they are they are free to. Okay, so yeah. they are speaking with risk card because they want all these sanctions that were generating during Trump administration. They want those sanctions to lift up. To be lifted. To be lifted up. I mean, like, so basically what they're doing is they're working with Maduro, you know, to make his his um, administration, you know, going back with PDVSA and all this. But the part that I, I wanted to ask you, Carlos, because you know, know a little more about this, is don't they understand that the sanctions that were put on Venezuela, it don't have nothing to do with the administration, Trump administration, it got to do with the Department of Justice? Yeah. Do they don't know the difference, or they are no, just they're, playing... They're playing politics. Okay, so how Rick Scott will help them out in this situation when he don't have nothing to do with the Department of Justice? Ask Greg Scott. <laughs> they, they Why are you so nasty, man? <laughs> Ask Greg Scott. No, 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 no. But in serious, serious. What do you think they are talking here? Why? What do you think they are talking to a senator? It's, it's, it's. Uh, it has to be with the. With I don't know, but it, I think something is cooking oh, that it yeah. don't have nothing to do with the lifting of the the this. the sanction. I think it has more to do with this. Yeah. Right here. 1.5 billions is a donor pledged to help Venezuelans migrants as a humanitarian crisis. It's a good business to be in a crisis, right? Yeah, because there, there are somebody that is cleaning his uh, pockets. His pocket, yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. So how much more, from Venezuela? More than 30 countries and two development banks uh -huh. on Thursday last week uh -huh. pledged more than $1.5 in grants and loans to aid Venezuelan migrants fleeing humanitarian crisis, as well as their host countries and vulnerable people still in the country. 
954 million in grants announced at the donors conference hosted by Canada, which includes pledge for 407 million from the United States. So the United States is the one who paying more money. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Biden administration. <laughs> And 115 million Canadian dollars, 93.12 million from Canada, exceeded its 653 million announced at similar event last year. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So all these million that is similar from last year, they already collect that the same amount last year. Yes. Okay, that money that they call it those billion, where that money goes? It's magic. Because, because they are outside Venezuela. It's a Venezuela. magic <laughs> moment. <laughs> okay, so okay. are those money going to those o a, um, ONGs in each country? The, remember remember that, that the money I spent never had uh, an audit. It's like the elections, you know. They think that they they're entitled. By, for no, 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 no. But Carlo, don't dismiss me that way because now I'm gonna get upset. Okay. <laughs> My question is the 1.5 billions of dollars uh -huh. last year. Who got that money? What group got that money? The same group that uh, had the meeting with... This one here? Yes. They are the ones who are getting the, the money? Yes. They, so there is a big business for them? Yes. Right there? They're, they're, leaning, uh, they're leaning their pockets. That's why they want to talk with this senator. With Rick Scott, know, because he's new. Because they don't want any senator to block... Uh -huh. This compromises this 407 million from the United States. Remember that the senators are the ones who cut the money in uh, in the administration. In the administration, that's yes. right. So why why do they have to go to risk and not Marco Rubio? He's been for many years and Garcia be, too. Because he's a new one and he can say, "Hey, we have to audit you guys," and they will say, "No way, Jose." <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Most have uh, so. Uh, the problem is that this money covers the, uh, all the needs of the migrants. Mm -hmm. No, they cover the needs of the politicians. <laughs> this uh, this false opposition. Okay, the, uh, Filippo Grandi, the UN High Commissioner <coughs> for Refugees, told reporters, "We will have to continue to encourage donors to support for our response." Venezuela's foreign minister called the conference a media farce and said that crippling U.S. sanctions aimed at announcing Maduro have caused the economic and the migration crisis. Well, we have a we have a a, a very important uh, uh, article here about what's going on exactly in with the Venezuela. <coughs> with the Venezuelan economy. Mm -hmm. uh, 
At the conference, Ecuadorian President Guillermo Lasso mm -hmm. announced that the country, host, which hosts 430,000 Venezuela, would begin a new process to regularize migrants' status. That came after Colombia in February gave 10 years protected status to the 1.8 million Venezuela it hosts. Karina uh -huh. Gold, Canada's Minister of, for International Development, said the amount pledged showed donors were eager to support such efforts. Uh -huh. There is that recognition on behalf of the global community. Check that, uh, check that word. The global community. The global community? The, the, we're talking about globalism already? Yes. In addition, the World Bank and the Inter-American Development Bank pledged $600 million in loans to address the crisis, could say. But do you know something? More than 60% of the World Bank and the Inter-American Development Bank mm -hmm. is American money, too. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... There is more than six or seven hundred million dollars that comes from the uh, taxpayers' money, mm -hmm. okay, to pay these these people who has these meetings with the politicians in Washington. Yeah. So that's that's what happens. Um, uh, we have to talk about the reforms uh, that may help Venezuela economic freefall. The vice president of uh, Venezuela says that the economic reform recently implemented by President Nicolás Maduro are consistent with the administration guiding principles of Bolivarian socialism. Also, la, let me explain you something. Right now, in Venezuela, dollar is the money that is uh, using as currency. Mm -hmm. Okay? Venezuela lost their sovereignty even in the in the money. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are not using the Bolivar anymore. Only dollars. No, only dollars. Like um, Nicaragua, Nicaragua. No, no, like El Salvador, El Salvador. and Ecuador. In Ecuador, yeah. The, the difference. Panama, Panama, they use dollar too, right? Yes, but the Panama never had their own money. They have in the in the in the. Um, just they said that the Balboa is the money, mm -hmm. but in, in Panama, since their independence, mm -hmm. never had um, their own money circulating. Okay. Okay, but what's the what's the problem in in Venezuela? Okay, when you have this kind of changing and you dollarize the economy, I live. Two process the mm -hmm. Equatorian when they when they substitute by the dollar the sucre that the was sucre. the mm -hmm. was the the money on Ecuador and in uh, El Salvador when they substitute the dollar the colones with, uh, with with the dollar the, with the dollar okay, okay? Mm -hmm. dollarization is a very delicate um, act. Mm -hmm. Because if you bring so much money into the economy mm -hmm. without creating an, uh, 
expansion on the economy you got immediately immediately you mm -hmm. have inflation in dollars mm -hmm. that's effect is known as the Spaniard uh, inflation that happens in the in Spain when the when the um, Spain brought the gold and silver from from Americas and and that gold and silver um, fulfilled the coffins of the uh, of the Spaniard crown. Okay, they got uh, is the first. It's the first time that we got a historically uh, demonstration mm -hmm. that if you have a, a very heavy monetary uh, load into an economy, mm -hmm. you destroy the economy. Mm -hmm. Okay, that that that. So price it has to be dosificated. It has yes, to be like a slowly, so a can very slow, and you cannot you cannot have uh, uh, this kind of uh, of injection on the economy. That is what happens right now in the United States. Inflation that we have right now in the United States comes from the che from the health checks mm -hmm. okay be trillions of dollars that get into the economy mm -hmm. without the expansion of the of the economy <coughs> they just printed money without uh, without support mm -hmm. okay and how that how that you you can see that in inflation Okay. Okay. That's that's uh, anybody who knows about economy knows that the inflation comes from the uh, from from what the government mm -hmm. is spending. So so you got more money on the on the monetary mass, and that's what's going on in Venezuela. They are receiving so much money, so much dollars. From the mesas. Yes. Yes. Wow. So so, so um, but they have the exactly the same amount of pro of products. Mm -hmm. So what happens if these things is only the only things that you produce? Mm -hmm. And instead to have one dollar to buy this thing, you have ten dollars. What happens with the value of this? Goes up. Goes up. Yes, if you can, you can sell it in ten dollars instead of one. Exactly. You will sell it in ten. And that's and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what is happening in Venezuela. So, uh, so in other words, what you're saying is Venezuela is hitting rock bottom. No. They will, they will, have, they will have a, a very nasty problem in their hands. Yeah, but the, but the money, when it comes to inflation, is not gonna be Venezuela the, the worst country in the planet when it comes to inflation. Yes. Even worse than Zimbabwe. Yes. Worse than any 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 today, African country that we are so today, used to that they are so today poor. Today, Venezuela is uh, is uh, <coughs> historically the country that has the the uh, uh, highest inflation in the history. Not even Hungary. Not even uh, Germany after the World War One. Okay. Um, so Venezuela made it to history by being the. Oh my God. Yeah. 
says, oh combined God. with severe limits on lending and money printing by the central bank, the adult dollarization of the economy has kept prices rising at much a slower rate. But the annual inflation is down by 2,266% mm -hmm. a year from more than 300% in 2019. On a monthly basis, price gains slowed even further for about 20% in May. One challenge is keeping enough U.S. currency in circulation. Since last year, the central bank has been sending millions of dollars and, to a lesser extent, euros in cash to local lenders to exchange with clients. That helped stop the Bolivar from plummeting in the parallel foreign exchange market that most Venezuelans use. But the problem is the hyperinflation. Remember that right now, the uh, Venezuelan uh, Venezuelan citizen, when he's, he when works, is receiving around three dollars a month on wage and uh, salaries. Uh -huh. Okay, it's the lowest. It's the lowest uh, thing in the uh, in the whole world. They uh -huh. receive. They have the the economy in shackles. Mm -hmm. The reforms have also helped spur domestic demand, according to, with the Credit Suisse Group. The Swiss bank forecasts as much as four percent growth in the gross domestic product, barring any major COVID nineteen lockdown. Caracas-based consultative firm Econometric sees gross GDP expanding as much as 8%. It's not expanding the economy. It's a rebound. It's a different thing. A different terminology. Yes. The nation rarely publishes its economic data, and when it does, usually comes with uh, months of delay, meaning most economies are usually left in the dark when making their own forecasting for economic growth or inflation. Mm -hmm. In another tier away from socialism, private company has displaced the state as dominant force in many parts of the economy. They accounted for 92% of the Venezuelan raw materials and food imports in 2020, compared to 25% the previous year, according to government figures seized by Bloomberg News. That has allowed the Maduro government to close part its huge fiscal gap. But remember, Venezuela has a staticide economy since they took over the uh, oil industry in the uh, 1970s. Okay? So, what happens that the private sector is getting momentum, mm -hmm. okay? And it's, it's the one that, like in G the United States, is in in in, uh, in charge of the economy right now. So uh, this is a small relief and uh, uh, 
that's what happens right now. The with the economy. Yes, the economy is, is bringing you know, um, Venezuela into the real capitalism. <laughs> okay. So much trash that Maduro and Chavez um, talking against America because they're the the savage capitalism, uh, and they end up being. Transforming the, the country the, into the dollarization. The, e <laughs> e the economic forces at the end is that put the 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 the, the countries uh -huh. in the right track, in the right direction. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me before we leave, let me tell you something about what's going on in Ecuador. Okay. Okay. Ecuador is taking the same route that Colombia took when it concerns to the uh, Venezuelan immigrants. Mm -hmm. Okay. Remember, in Colombia, in Colombia, they gave them 10 years protection status, okay? And Ecuador is doing the same thing as well. Um, Ecuador, um, basically, they are normalizing, they are not what they call normalization of the process. They have 430,000 uh, Venezuelan migrants just in Uh, living in South America, in, in that country uh, called Ecuador, okay? So these countries are taking, one by one, they are being, like I call, invaded, in invaded by, by Venezuelans in economical, financial need. They move from one country to another, and then they already have 10 years in Colombia. Now they're, gonna, they're going through Ecuador for 10 years also, whoever stays there. And I believe that will go down all the way to Chile, because Chile today, you know, they, in Chile they are talking about changing the constitution. And Chile was one of the uh, most prosperous countries in South America, Chile. Okay, and they already are being taken by this wave of migrants who are communists, socialists, and um, the whole pers perspective of being a, a prosperous, con prosperous country as Chile was is getting into the um, high possibility of losing losing the country into the same system that is trying to destroy us here in, in America. Um, you know, the system of socialism and communism. So with that being said, I believe those are the news when it concerns Venezuela. And um, we're going to be here by next week, next Thursday in In, you know, in America's Web Radio, giving the news on Venezuela, a little bit on Venezuela, a little bit what's going on in here. And, you know, the good part of today's inter press conference, David, is people were asking me, tell us, tell us what happened in Venezuela, and tell us how do you see that we are doing the same thing here, or, or do we have any kind of hope? Do we have any kind of, do we have a possibility of, of right, you know, uh, reverse what we are seeing here? Okay, I'll see you next week, and let's talk Venezuela in Spanish right now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.